Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Getting Over Podcast. It's wrestling time people and we are here to predict Survivor Series. It's drawing to the end of the year, the last of the pay-per-views for the year, so let's see what we think is going to happen in this here pay-per-view. We've got guest predictors and nearly everyone's here. So, uh, yeah. If you're checking us out on YouTube, iTunes, or SoundCloud, or hey, wherever you get your podcasts, it'd be amazing if you could subscribe, because it's a big help to the channel. Right, let's get going. So here we go. This is CookieCast getting over. Recording in progress. The lady, she be right, in theory. So, uh, Stu, take it away. Hello, everyone. Welcome along to what is now the 38th full fat instalment, if you like, of, uh, of getting over on CookieCast. And for those of you audio listeners, we'll have a little bit of a, a quick roll call. So, joining me at this time is the head honcho of the network, the chairman of the board, if you will. And obviously the keys to uh, the holder of the keys to Cookie Cast Towers, Mr. Andy Cook. Hello. And uh, last but uh, certainly not least, the host of the football podcast, the co-host of Laces Out, and easily the most—and I mean the most—ginger member of the there game. There we go, Mr. Paul but, Williams. For, for anyone who needs to get on their uh, podcast bingo card. I think that'll, uh, that'll tick one of those particular boxes. All we need is for... Uh, so we've got... The ginger point has already been played. I'm pretty sure over the next 30 minutes or so, there'll be something said about first time ever. I was going to say, uh, should we just rattle through them now and then we'd have to do them later? First time Oh, yeah, ever. yeah. Someone will be injured because um, they've got... <coughs> a book, <laughs> album, slash, album, their, slash their, their band is on tour. That they're going to release or something like that. Well, actually, while we're on that, we should have addressed this possibly last time. After the last round of releases, the bingo card has been ruined because Nia Jax could no longer injure anybody in the ring. So... No! <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, how are we, gents? All okay? Ready to go? Right, so, we would normally start with predictions title results, however, as WWE have seemingly messed up our timing with their pay-per-view schedule of late, um, we had to adapt, we did a bit of a roundup podcast, um, so for those of you that haven't, you know, go, what are you doing? Go back, go back, and, and then come back to here, obviously, but yeah, um, thank you if you have already checked that out, and we should probably just drop in that, you know, I am the new holder of uh, said title uh, that, that Andy's actually holding. This? He's just holding. This one? It's fat. I say, possession, nine-tenths of the lot. This, this, this one here? I'm pretty sure uh, I'm holding it. Look, I'm holding it right now. Well, yes, but I, I technically own that. And, well, at least until the coming weekend after Survivor Series picks uh, are out in the open. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to that later in the podcast. It's almost like oh, so, has anything actually happened 
in the last two weeks in the world of wrestling or WWE since we did the Roundup podcast? Well, two things I have. Um, WWE has officially cancelled their December pay-per-view. So as we've just mentioned, WWE have really moved things around this year. And uh, not only can they you know, move around talent from one show to another to other promotions, it seems, um, but the oh, month I'm going to go with the unemployment line. Well, the month of December has also been future endeavoured in terms of pay-per-view hosting, at least. Uh, it usually brings us everyone's favourite time of the year, not Christmas, the TLC pay-per-view. Uh, and it's reportedly been scrapped in favour of holding a special event now on New Year's Day entitled WWE Day One. That created a team of you know, they've worked hard this last year, haven't they? And then to come up with that. Cool. Um, anyway, fear not, however, for those wondering if the move to January will affect the Royal Rumble at all. Apparently not, according to uh, good old Uncle Dave. Dave Meltzer. Is, uh, obviously, that's a relief in some respects, as uh, the Rumble is one of the highlights of the calendar. But, uh, I mean, could they have moved it to February? WrestleMania is not until the beginning of April, so maybe, but we'll see. We'll see how that, how that plays out. But the bigger question is if they're moving the December pay-per-view, what does that actually mean for the Getting Over podcast? Well, I'm, as long as it's fine with Andy, I'm pretty sure we'll still be here in some capacity to um, bring you some news and some updates, even if WWE keep changing the dates. And if you haven't already... Now would be a good time to get along and subscribe and, and all that good good stuff so you get all of the notifications when the new things come out. Paul Paul either needs the toilet again or he's got a question. Please sir, please sir, I've got it. So if there's no predictions if there's no pod if there's no pay-per-view to do predictions for, we're just gonna have to do what every other wrestling podcast would do. And do the end of season awards, aren't we? That might be a shout. I mean, it might be, be an awards podcast. <laughs> Obviously, there'll have to be an award for uh, clean, n- most clean sweeps of the uh, predictions title in, in one year. It's got to be up there. It's got to well, come, well, come with a cash prize. It, well, WWE call it the Slammies. So we'll have to come up with something else. Are we just going to have to be the, the, the cookies? And we'll get little gold cookies as uh, all, all little gold statues of you naked. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. That sound, ladies and gentlemen, is the budget. It's either, it's either naked or in in a tiny pair of wrestling pants. I, I'm, I know which way I'm leaning. If it's called the cookies, then the cookies should be on display. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Oh. People that do that do customizable Funko, so you know you could get that that kind of in gold, maybe. Hey, who knows? Um, but yeah, the other the other moving swiftly on the the other piece of news um, was from AEW, and they have a brand new world champion in the form of Hangman Adam Page after he defeated Kenny Omega at the Full Gear pay per view in in what was the culmination of like a two year storyline. I self-confessed, don't watch AEW all the time, do drift in and out of it. Clearly, 
if you've ever listened to this before, is very WWE oriented. So you'll you'll know that that's kind of where the majority of my fandom lies. But the background would would dictate that. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give it away. But I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, well, AEW have done that better. Oh, AEW have done that better because generally they do do some things better. They do do some things worse. One thing that I would like to say is that this this has been a two year storyline. People have not got bored of this storyline in two years because of the different elements they've brought in and out and mixed things around. Um, yeah, that I mean, come on, that is something to learn from people. This is this like a, a storyline of that length was not uncommon ten years ago, for example. Like obviously longer. It was always kind of like, oh, well, it's never going to happen again. People's attention span, blah 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 blah. Well, actually, bull. You know what? On the basis that they've, they've pulled it off, and who's to say that they're, they're actually now the storyline can continue beyond this point as well? So, um, just basically enjoyed the match and big well done for for the way it was set up. Good. I did. I did see something that indicated that. I don't know how true it was, but there's a, there's, there's rumours out there that Omega needs. He might need to step away from a little bit of time because he might need some surgery or something like that, and they potentially needed it for a while, but had been putting it off because he wanted to complete the storyline and obviously wanted to put Paige over. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I don't know how much validity there is to that that sort of story or that rumor, but wouldn't surprise me if he takes a step back for a couple of months just to sort of like heal some nagging injuries and legally. The reports I'd seen around that were that he was due to um, undergo some sort of medical assessments during um, the, the, the week of which we are recording. And one of the things said that he'd been suffering from uh, bouts of vertigo. Oh yeah, and that he'd and that he'd taken to practicing in a spinning ring. Yeah, to sort of combat it. So that, I mean, that's insane. I mean, the blatant they got a pay per view ready made there, aren't they? Gimmick match straight away. Uh, a spinning ring would be way more impressive than the explosions at the end of that match. Oh, <laughs> but can you imagine? That? Can you imagine the amount of people in the audience that would be sick at that paper, at that paper, <laughs> or that or that match? Just like <laughs> 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 there is, there is something else that I do have as, as news, but it is kind of like mixed into uh, some of the Survivor Series stuff. So we'll uh, we, we shall we shall get straight into that. Um. So yeah, so we are here this time around predictions-wise to talk about the Survivor Series. Uh, Survivor Series does come to us live this weekend from the Barclays Centre in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and it is actually the second longest running annual pay-per-view and is only behind WrestleMania. Uh, in recent years, Survivor Series has always been about the battle for brand supremacy. And seemingly this year is no different. However, NXT have not been included. And it's seemingly that the, the rebuild of NXT 2.0 continues. As always, the matches we're about to mention are correct at the time of recording, and all the information for those have been taken from WWE.com, but the card is always subject to change. There's one of you being going to And at the time of recording, six matches have been officially announced. We can probably expect a few more between uh, now and the pay-per-view, but we'll, uh, we'll go with what we've got. On the card. So, that being said, first match on the list is good old classic Survivor Series five on five 
traditional elimination rules, Team Raw versus Team Smackdown from the men's division. Uh, Team Raw consists of Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens and Seth freaking Rollins. Team Smackdown, we've got Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Xavier Woods, Happy Corbin and TBA. Still one spot to be decided. Got to watch out for that kid, I hear he's an up-and-comer. Well, apparently he's probably going to have more title reigns than vacant, the way things are shaping up, so um, we'll see. But yeah, there's a few old foes in this one. Um, obviously, Lashley and Drew in particular on opposing teams. The Mysterios were scheduled to be on uh, part of Team Raw, but were replaced by Lashley and Austin Theory um, this past week. Sami Zayn was also set to be on Team SmackDown. However, since been removed after losing to Jeff Hardy, and a replacement has yet to be named. It's a bit of a difficult one to predict this, because it, it with the draft just gone, a lot of the ones that were on SmackDown are now on Team Raw, and vice versa. So it's it's a bit of a strange one. I don't expect this one to feature too sort of late into the pay-per-view, which is why I've got it down as, as our first prediction this time around. We should also mention at this point for the predictions, we are missing Mr. Matthew Moore as part of the regular getting over crew. He has submitted predictions, so there is there is there is, there is a fourth a fourth <laughs> prediction. However, Mr. Cook, yes, uh, the uh, the the WWE bat signal was fired into the sky looking for a guest predictor. And as some of you long-time listeners might remember, way back in the early days of guest predictors, uh, we had a we had a young man named Jack who fired what I believe was the first ever getting over podcast guest predictions over. Uh, first, I, first time ever. First time ever guest predictor. Uh, I definitely didn't copy his predictions. I will have that known. Um, well, to celebrate his uh, his high five with Drew McIntyre, he is back to offer up more guest predictions. So, Jack, big shout out to you there, buddy. And uh, let's see how you do this time. I, I believe if uh, if you win the guest prediction spot, there's prizes. Because obviously we can't relinquish the belt outside of the collective, so uh, we would we would offer up alternative prizes. I'm I'm sure uh, they'll definitely be provided by Stu. Maybe. Uh, so yes, we're a, we're a five predictor team this time round, and I'm happy to report, having looked at Jack's predictions, uh, nah. No, we we are, we are not copying predictions this time uh, because he, he's done it. He's done it all wrong. He's got he's got it all wrong. Well, let's find out how wrong he's got it then. Let let Jack lead off proceedings, shall we? Well, going over to uh, to the lovely message that I received. Uh, what I've got here is prediction of men's SmackDown team winning. Um, and, and as if by magic, my 
prediction for this match is the complete opposite. I have the men's Raw team winning this match. I would like to agree with Jack on this one. This and here is the reason why. This guy. So in the previous couple of weeks, Adam Pearce has come out and the reason that he's removed the Mysterios from the equation was because it's absolutely adamant that Team Raw has to win at Survivor Series. Even though he does exactly the same job on both Raw and Smackdown. So I reckon we're going to get some nefarious dealings from Mr. Adam Pearce. And I reckon he he could even potentially be the, the Team Smackdown fifth member, in fact. Mm. That is a bold prediction. I mean, he was scheduled only for the Rumble match last year. And then uh, it got changed, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that that'll, that'll sort of... Out. However, it's it's better than my other prediction. That I was gonna say I was gonna go with uh, the special, the sort of the surprise fifth entry. I was gonna say Braun Strowman. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, exactly. I am um, inclined to agree with you to the respect of I have also gone for Team SmackDown. I think it heavily relies on who this fifth person is. Um, and storyline wise there's been a bit of infighting um, within Raw but not directly aimed at Survivor Series as such but Kevin Owens is just back to being uh, bad guy Kevin Owens not getting on with Seth Rollins had a match with Finn Balor this past week just generally just been a dick which is which is fine because he's, he's good at that this is, this is uh, it's definitely his wheelhouse but there's just, there's two, essentially, Bobby Lashley, heel, Austin Theory, heel, Finn Balor, hmm, hmm, Kevin Owens, heel, Seth Rollins, heel. Um, on the flip side, Team Smackdown, Drew McIntyre, face, Jeff Hardy, face, Xavier Woods, to everybody apart from Andy, face, Happy Corbin, I mean, not Michael Petit. Uh, so, but but it's it's kind of now here and there. I, I just have I just have it that I, I think that SmackDown will win for that reason, and the final prediction will then fall to Matt. So, by the power of Matt's prediction, Andy, you are alone on the red team island. So everybody else has predicted Team SmackDown. Points, 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 points. And he is potentially picking up an early point there, but we shall find out at the weekend. It's not like it's my specialty or anything. Well, nobody can accuse you of copying the uh, <laughs> predictions, definitely. Um, the the next one I have on the list is the US champion, Damian Priest, versus the intercontinental champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. For me, this could easily be match of the night. Both men are, are kind of looking to prove themselves in one of the biggest stages of the year. Um, no titles at stake, so there's nothing to worry about in that respect. But a good performance at this stage in the year might end up not only with a point for the brand in the, the scoring, but some momentum heading into WrestleMania season with, when we mentioned the Rumble earlier. I mean, this, this is the time of year. Take note of what happened to Becky Lynch a few years ago. It, it is it is the 
the perfect time to hit your stride. So I think this is a good opportunity for both of them. Um, as Matt went last on the first one, he can have first prediction this time out. And he has gone for the United States champion, Damian Priest. Paul? Yes, please. I'll have the same. Okay. Any particular reason? I just think that they're, they're sort of in the build with uh, Mr. Priest. Um, and at the moment, I don't really think there's an out sort of an out and out favourite as the Royal Rumble winner at this particular point. So I think if they wanted to, he's definitely someone who's at that level where they could take that next step up if they just if they put the if they put the machine behind him, so to speak, and he could be one of your surprise guests. I mean, surprise guests, surprise sort of people. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be at this particular point. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if he's final four material, let's put it that way, for the Rumble. And if they sort of keep him on the same tra- uh, trajectory, he could definitely be a um, surprise winner for me. Okay. So, uh, Andy? I am also in the Damien Priest camp. Um, unlike Jack who is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura all the way, baby. Okay. I I have have a real hard time picking this because Shinsuke is on a good upward trajectory as well. This whole partnership with Rick Boog seems to have really kind of revitalised his his whole act. Obviously bringing up uh, Rick Boog as well as as his own uh, sort of performer. Damien Priest has been on a what can only be described as, as an epic run really since since WrestleMania kind of this time around. So can he see out the year? It's entirely a coin flip. Um but for reasons that we'll go into later in the predictions, I'm gonna go for Damian Priest. Which which leaves Jack in the uh, in the in the single single points uh, sort of picker up if you like position on that one. So Next on the card, we shall move to the Battle of the Tag Team Champions. So, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle, or Riddle, should I say these days, versus The Usos. Uh, the Usos did pay a little visit to Raw this past week to send a message to Big E on behalf of their cousin, Roman Reigns. But what they got was involvement in a six-man tag match with Seth Rollins versus uh, RK Bro and the aforementioned WWE Champion. Hostilities will obviously be resumed this weekend, but who will notch the point for their brand? Um, I have gone straight in on this one, and I have gone for the Usos. Um, still benefiting from that Roman Reigns rub. Can't see him losing, so I've gone for the Usos, as has Mr. Moore. So Matt has also gone. Oh, Paul as well, take it. I mean, is it is it is it too obvious to suggest that this will be the sort of the beginning of the storyline that culminates in the Riddle versus Orton WrestleMania match? Might be a bit early by their booking standards, as we mentioned before. <laughs> well, that's true. 
Well, surely that's like that's got to be the natural progression and end of that storyline, surely. Well, how many how many tag team partners has Randy Orton had at this point, and how many of them that you can count on no fingers he not attacked? Like yeah, everybody he's ever yeah, tagged but... with has got for it. So You're not wrong. It's got it's got to be it's got to be going that way. But yeah, I mean. Maybe that's what we could do in December. Maybe we could uh, predict our WrestleMania card and then see how Ooh. far off we were. Well, either that or the Royal Rumble and stuff like that. Mm. Ah, yeah, but we'll, we'll do a Rumble one separate, won't we? So. Uh, right, so, all Usos so far. Andy? So you three have gone for the Usos. Show way around you need it, Stu. I'm, I'm, for, for the not first time ever, I am also insulted you've asked me about this. Why would you, why would you even ask me? And I tell you what, I am not alone in this one. For the first time in these predictions, myself and Jack are all back in. R.K. Barrow, baby. I have to ask you because... Obviously, I'm not sure what effect Riddle has on Orton's winning percentage. I'm, I haven't got those statistics to hand. Just, it just increases it. It's arcade grow, isn't it? It's only part of it that's higher, but I'll, uh, I'll leave that there. Um, on, just before you move on to the next sort of like the next match, one thing I didn't really notice is that they've actually mashed their music together, haven't they? Yep. Which is actually quite, it's quite a cool sound to be fair. It actually works really well. I, I, I read this article in the week as well. Apparently, obviously, last time out on the roundup, we talked a little bit about Crown Jewel. And uh, I don't know if, you, if you've seen it, but Riddle went to the ring riding a camel rather than his usual scooter. Um, however, apparently, Vince McMahon had issued a mandate to say that Randy Orton wasn't allowed to do the same. I mean,. Riddle must be thinking, well, I know my worth now. Like that. That's, uh, you can go and absolutely brain yourself, son, falling off that camel. Him, not so much. So yeah. So the next, the next match on the list is one that we talked about a little bit on the roundup episode in terms of the real life issues between these two women, and I'm talking about Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. I was absolutely convinced that Charlotte Flair would drop the title between then and now to avoid potential further problems leading into this match. But apparently WWE are just going to ride the wave of this whole car crash straight into the weekend. Um, the plus point for the two women involved is that there doesn't have to be any literally any titles dropped this weekend. Um, but maybe the bigger question is, will we actually get a winner because it's just it's turned into this huge battle of egos, um, and this is the bit from the news where I was going to tie in. So, uh, UK tour, um, as Jack will attest, has been uh, this this last week or so, and Charlotte Flair this time round was on the tour, uh, whilst, whilst her counterpart Becky stayed in the states. Charlotte was interviewed by BT Sport, and the whole situation was brought up about Charlotte potentially being difficult to work with and so full of herself and things like that and uh, 
she basically turned it into a, like a gender issue. She said that if if she was a man, would people not just say that she had big balls and she got on with it and, and you know that that was her? But like that's come from absolutely out of nowhere, basically. Like, that's the only kind of angle that she's she's spun on it. Uh, Becky has since uh, issued a, a reply via Twitter, um, and it's just nothing's easing heading into this weekend. And it's almost got that. If if there was a title on the line, it'd have that whole Montreal screw job kind of feel about it. But I'm a. Normally, if you'd have said to me, right, this weekend, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, you'd be like, right, brilliant. The matches they've had in the past, I mean, the last woman standing match from, uh, um, was it Evolution pay-per-view that they had, was, was a particularly memorable one. This weekend, however, maybe watching through sort of closed sort of hands, because it, it could just, I, I have no idea what to think about this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it at all. You just like, you'd like to think that they'd both sort of, you know, be respectful of the situation and stuff, but you never can tell, can you? No. I'm, I'm, ge- I'm genuinely worried that one of them is going to, like, flip out and possibly end up losing their job. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I guess, I guess, and if not, if everything if everything is slightly, uh, you know, if, if it's better than what has been portrayed then well done to them for putting out the uh, <laughs> you know the imagery that we've, uh, we've, we've which I've bought into anyway but um, it it was a bit of a toss up for me this prediction for that reason um, Matt I'm going to let Matt jump in first he's beaten everybody to it straight in there with a no contest prediction um, I don't know I'm I'm airing more to the, the side of that Charlotte probably has less of a shit to give in the respect of she's blatantly trying to get out of the company. So, in that case then, instead of having a no contest, I'll go for a Becky win, but because Charlotte gets disqualified. Paul has already seen my float land up in the parade and jump straight on it. So I am also going for Becky Lynch to win. Paul didn't specify the stipulation of because Charlotte then gets fired the day after. However, <laughs> that may well happen. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, Andy, what have we got? Charlotte Flair all the way, isn't it? <laughs> Is she your female Orton? Yeah. Anytime her name's mentioned, I'm like, stick me down, just stick me down, because you know. She's she's a flare. So, uh, however, I know you're going to ask me, and I'm going to tell you, Jack does not agree with me. Jack is all about Becky Lynch winning this one, so, as he should be. As he should be. I mean, not not no. that you can, for, the, for the YouTube viewers, not that you can tell which one I'm particularly pulling for, but they're, they're, they're pulling for that. Um, so not like that. Uh, we shall move swiftly on. We have another 5-on-5 elimination rules match. Uh, this time around it's the turn of the women from Team Raw and Team Smackdown. So for Team Raw, we have Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Queen Zelina Vega and Rhea Ripley. 
and much like the men's team, then there is one missing so far on Team SmackDown, so there is only four listed as Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. So, uh, Aaliyah was originally named as, as part of the blue team, however, has now been removed after a loss in a six-women tag match. And infighting maybe the story of the match as Shotzi and Banks on Team SmackDown and Morgan and Vega and Carmella on Team Raw have been at each other's throats the entire build so far. Um, so, yeah. Well, before we dive into those their predictions, we've teased what the match is. We're going to take a ever-so-small commercial break to allow our sponsors to get their money out of us. Um, we'll be back in a second. You won't even notice it. Uh, so hang on. We'll be right back. Recording in progress. She knows what time it is, doesn't she? So, products, amazing. Buy them. They're awesome. Uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter. Or any of the socials if you want a discount code. Um, I believe moments ago we were about to start predicting a match. So let's get them done. That we were. So we were, we were just about to drop our predictions for the women's uh, Team Raw versus Team Smackdown match for upcoming Survivor Series. Um, as a side note, just before we do, all the teams were named in full on Twitter this year. Rather than being on the main TV shows in a really odd move. It seems a little bit to me like it was rushed out at the time or the overall direction maybe wasn't decided and then all of a sudden they thought and then they've just spent the last two weeks messing around with it, basically. There was actually no need to name the team. They could have just done it on the shows in that since then. And uh, yeah, I, was, I thought it was a bit of an odd move. Paul? Could I, maybe, could I maybe hazard a guess that it might have been to, uh, you know, drive some eyeballs towards the product, maybe? I, For the people that have dropped out of the matches, part of me wonders if they said that they were going to be the, the team in case the ones that have now replaced them didn't make it back from Saudi. Definitely not got formed for that or anything, have they? So, anyway... Um, yeah, so, women's, Team Raw, or Team Smackdown, should we have Jack to lead us off this time? Jack has predicted the, the women of the blue brand, the Smackdown ladies, to win this match. Okay. Um, and just in, in keeping with form so far... I'm absolutely going with the Raw Ladies for this one. Okay. No worries, you are both in the book. Um, Matt is in agreement with you, Mr. Cook. Yay! So Matt, Matt has also gone for Team Raw. Good luck. Um, I am also going for Team Raw. For no other reason than Bianca Belair is on that team. And they will need to put her over in some way, shape or form. So... That is that is my pick, Paul. <laughs> now, do I pull the dick move here and just go for SmackDown to try and play for the point? 
I must admit, I thought Raw, before we even started doing the prediction, just to sort of even it up a bit, mm-hmm. give one team, so one team of five, one win, the other team of five, the other win, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sonya Deville probably gets involved in some way, shape or form. You'd I imagine. wonders if she's going to be the missing one on Team Smackdown, though. Yeah. And then, could she be... Because she's, she's all but due a return to the ring, really, isn't she? Well, it's that so, thing, obviously, that the, the easiest way to book that is book her in the match and have her be, like, the, the reason they lose, I suppose. Well, the, the, the TBA, I imagine... Will I'm, I'm going to actually say it probably could be Deville because they can continue that argument that she's had with Naomi and even have that as a qualifying match if they want on this week's uh, SmackDown. So I guess we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, that that uh, it's not a bad shout that Deville could get involved in that. I think that's a, a fairly good one. Um, so that does leave us with one more match. Weirdly, two more predictions. Okay, so the final match on the card thus far. WWE Champion Big E versus Universal Champion Roman Reigns. So in the uh, the battle of the main men's single titles, uh, the head of the table meets the New Day's Big E. They have mixed it up in the past. However, since the draft... Reigns has been targeting Big E's New Day stablemates to make a point. Most recently, even taking uh, Xavier Woods' newly won crown following a beatdown on SmackDown. Big E is fairly new to the top of the card. Reigns has dominated everybody for the Universal title for over a year now, really. Is that going to be the story? Is that going to be the outcome? Who wins this match? Paul, do you want to go? I mean, is it too easy just to say that Reigns is going to squash him like he has every other person this year? Two years? <sighs> Part of me wants to say Biggie wins again because we get a disqualification on one side, but... No, just, just stick me down for a straight Reigns win. Okay. Matt has joined you with that one, as have I. Um, so, in terms of the match card, at the very least, Andy, why don't you go next, and then we'll let Jack have the honour of the last match prediction, as he had the first. Well, for your, uh, for your getting over podcast bingo, it's a clean sweep, Stu, a clean sweep. It is also myself and Jack going Roman Reigns so that's everyone okay so that's all the matches predicted however as it is Raw versus Smackdown the question remains does overall team Raw win or overall team Smackdown win now just for a bit of added jeopardy if you like you have the option of me taking your match results and working that through and putting that team or 
just as almost like a banker if you want to play it that way. You could just pick the other team. It's entirely up to you. So I'll, I'll start with Matt as, as his predictions are already in. So in theory, he has predicted a once a 3-2 and another contest win for Smackdown and he has stuck with Smackdown um, I will go to Jack next because obviously Andy you will have his so he has predicted uh, a 4-2 win for Smackdown by his match results has he maintained that so he has provided an overall winner, and the overall team winner is SmackDown. Okay. Um, Paul, you have got a one, two. You you have got three all, which is yeah, buddy. Very well done. So are you are you having are you just having it as a draw or are you? Uh... No, I I would like to submit that they'll do something. So I don't know how we'll go around it, but there could, there'll be something that they'll sort of throw together that'll be like a a rubber match or something like that. And they'll they might what what they what they should do is adopt an idea that they've done from previous. Uh, previous year's Survivor Series and everybody that's a survivor in their respective match teams together to take on the other team's survivors and then it's, that's like that's like the big sort of culmination match and it's winner take all from that, that particular end, end match they won't do that because that's far too like logical and you know something that people would actually want to see so They'll put something together where it's like Adam Pearce versus Shane McMahon or something like that, and Shane McMahon will win the SmackDown or something like that. But SmackDown will end up as the over the over winner because they're just chumming Fox at the minute, aren't they? So, okay, uh, Andy, you have got a four-two in favour of Raw. And, and there's a part of me that wants to just be that guy who goes, oh, then I'll go with SmackDown and really uh, really cover the bases. And, and believe me, there is that part of me that wants to do it. But I think <clears throat> I'll stick with my predictions. I think I'm going to stick with, uh, with Raw to be the overall winner. Okay. Um, I unknowingly have done the same as Paul <laughs> um, so on that basis I'm going to pick Raw because then we'll have a differential <laughs> so that way and we, we got the exact same picks all the way through uh, yeah yes we had so, so that's what me and you me and you would have needed a tiebreaker so that would have been interesting because it would have been we we put it we could have had to like pick our sole survivors from the uh, five on five elimination match. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. never mind. You have to go and ruin it by picking Raw. You slack. I'll well, why not? It, it, it saves coming up for the tie. What will actually happen is me and you will somehow end up on zero points, <laughs> and 
and they now having professed his innocence of and, and then seemingly not copied any of Jack's answers will somehow draw with Jack and then Matt will have provided his uh, separately and we'll just get a clean sweep I can see this happening it's just the way it goes but will that come to fruition have I actually just Nostradamus the absolute living out of that come back next time find out <laughs> so yeah so that that is all of the predictions a little bit of news has anyone got any other wrestling business I have something now I can't talk about how much time I've put into this uh, this research because it's extensive but when are we going to talk about the fact that Vince McMahon absolutely owns AEW when is this going to be a thing? How much are they paying you, Stu, to not talk about the fact that Vince McMahon absolutely owns AEW? I mean, if they were paying me, um, Sarah would have been loads happier about the purchase of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe they pay me in belts. Who knows? Maybe that. Maybe I'm not revealing that. I'm just saying, at well, some I'm, point... You can you're gonna to have to give us some reasoning behind what what you what you think. I mean, WWE are literally just like they can't get their talent out the door fast enough. It's literally, you 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 know, on a hot summer's day, you're gonna get a lovely cool breeze from that that turnstile at the front door of WWE headquarters as they just keep chucking people through it. Get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And where do they all go? They all go over the road, AEW. They, 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 they do their three months of sitting and probably still cashing checks. And then, ah, we're off to AEW. But, you know, there's been the, ah, oh, he's, he's going to sell the company, so he's getting rid of all the stock, to, so to speak. But, surely this is just, you know, WWE was top of the game. But it's lonely at the top when there's not much around you to to battle with, to fight against. AEW comes along, send send majority of the talent over the road. Next thing you've got this bit of a war going. I mean, it's no secret that obviously Vince, I think, probably secretly enjoyed the Monday Night Wars I, I know it was probably very stressful but ultimately ever since that ended they've just piggybacked off that for what the last 20 years yeah 20 years of coasting so, along so in that theory it would be quite interesting or is it that he's finally gone senile and he just believes it's the NWO coming to WWE storyline for real, and he's sending the poison. At this point in time, all I will say is this. If you put into Google, does Vince McMahon own AEW, you can, you can, you can lose a good few days to the number of websites that confirm that it's absolutely a thing. But hey, you know, who am I? 
you've, you've put it out into the universe now. So, if you've got any any theories on that, if if you are listening to this right now and you think eh, there's, there's maybe something to that, or maybe you just think he's an absolute loon. Either way, get in touch. Let us know. Let's let's get some debate going. It's uh, it, that is it's, it's an interesting point. It, I mean, there's there's a lot going for and against it. So I'll be firmly sitting on that fence as the uh, the media for the, for that debate. But um, but I can I can see the points you've made for sure. There we go. Anything anything else? Nothing from me. Cool. Well, all that remains then is just to say thank you very much, gentlemen, for uh, spending some time and, and going through these predictions. And uh, enjoy the weekend's event. Enjoy enjoy Survivor Series, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time out <laughs> and uh, to find out if I can hang on to that predictions title. Cheers, guys. Thank you. So there you go. What do you think to that? Who have you got winning the matches? Drop us a line and let us know. You can find all our contact details over at thecookiecast.com. Wherever you're getting your podcast, though, do subscribe, like, share, and comment. It's awesome, and it really does mean a lot to us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.